You are listening to the 1830 Podcast Network. Find us easily by searching 1830 Podcast Network directly on the Apple Podcasts app, Google Podcasts app, or Spotify app. Also visit us at facebook.com forward slash 1830podcastnetwork for more information. Welcome to the 1830 Podcast Network. My name is Tony McIndoo, and we have uh, Rich Bo here with us today. So, Rich, I'm going to go ahead and just introduce you and uh, ask you how you're doing today. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Rich Bo. I'm the elder and pastor of our Treasure Valley local in Idaho. And yes, we do have a local in Idaho. So uh, if you guys have never come to Idaho, we do have a, a reunion coming up in the Cascade Mountains. And okay, nice little nice little way to start it off with a plug right there. So um, I, you and I go way back, Rich. I mean, I can't remember. I, it's, I don't even remember how long. You, you might know better than that, but um so the way this came about about, 20 20 years yeah oh wow 20 years that's crazy okay (laughs) makes me feel old for sure so um so the way this came about is if you've uh, listened to podcasts in the past I think we've had two people that have called you out for a podcast uh and one of the very first or second or third ones I I did was with Andrew Brown and he said he wanted to nominate you to be in a on a podcast and i think i remembered messaging you after that and uh i'd never heard from you so tell me what happened with that uh i'm not a social media uh guru by any uh, mindset and i didn't mean to ghost you (laughs) but uh i didn't think that the uh, me talking on the phone or doing a an interview something like this would would go well and it took what i think now to finally get me to get on on social media and now that i see uh the kind of uh, work that these podcasts are doing and introducing i'll just say church members to each other when there's no other form of doing it it's a great idea gotcha okay so a couple years for it to go to get going but (laughs) and now uh, that i see good thing Really yeah, good. and my mom, I'm sure, has been bugging you about it for. She's been telling me for a while that she wants to hear a podcast with you. So my, I made my mom set this up completely. So she even set it up at the time and everything for us. <laughs> yes, yes, she did. Yeah, and and yeah, I'm gonna deal with her later. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's responsible for this. So okay, so we'll go ahead and uh, dive right in. I like to start with uh, for the ministry here. So uh, you are, like you said, the elder uh, in the church and. Uh, go ahead and tell us how you, let's start with how you even came into the church. Okay. I, uh, um, met my wife, uh, Karen Bove, and she told me that, uh, she wanted me to meet her parents. And I said, yeah, I'll meet your parents. And then she told me that her dad was a minister. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want to meet him. I'll meet her, but not him. And she's like, he's a really nice guy. You got to meet him. And so we met and I instantly fell in love with Roy and Mary Coon. So I, so I, after I met them, uh, they, they asked us if uh, Karen and I would like to go camping and Karen and I, we love to go camping. And so we 
went camping up by uh, Cisco Campground. But what Roy and Mary didn't tell us is that it was a church reunion that was happening. And so when we got there, I'm like, boy, Roy and Mary know a lot of people here. And when they said that, uh, that's when Roy said, well, it's our church reunion. And, you know, it was already too late for me to run. So I, I just uh, started meeting all the people and instantly fell in love with, with the group that they were hanging out with. And I went to one of the sermons uh, by our brother, uh, Hubert, Hubert Yates. And I was sitting down and here, here's this big man and he points at me and he goes, who are you going to serve today? And um, I look at Karen, I'm like, who is this guy? And why is he yelling at me, asking me who I'm going to serve? And at the time, I didn't know that, uh, I'm sorry, the spirit overhit me. And I didn't know what was going on. I, I cried like a little baby and I was shaking. And I looked over at uh, Roy and Mary. I'm like, what's going on with me? What's happening? And they said, you've been touched by the spirit. And I didn't know what that was. And so after the service, uh, Roy, Mary, Karen, and I, we went into the little trailer that they had, and we started talking about God and what the Holy Spirit was. And after that, I was, I was hooked. I was hooked. And I kept on going into the scriptures. And, and like when I found out that everybody, when they first start going to church or whatever, they always go into the book of Revelation. And that scared me because I, you know, what's these seven horned beasts and all this other stuff. And I sat and talked with Roy a lot. And uh, that's when your dad came to visit Roy and Mary. And I was talking to your dad and I said, you know, when do you know when you want to be baptized? And your dad told me, Rich, you will know, you will know. And when he told me that, I just kept on spending hours and hours I'd stay up till like three, four o'clock in the morning, just reading scripture so I can understand, you know, God's word. And then I just went up to Roy at, at the local church here. And I said, I want to be baptized. And it just skyrocketed from there. And I'm, I'm hooked. And I've, I've never looked back since then. So the first service you went into, you felt the spirit. The very first service you went, or the very first like event you went to church by, by, by Hubert Yates. And when he, when he pointed at me and asked me who I was going to serve in front of, you know, the whole, all the people that were at the, the reunion, I'm like, you know, who is this guy? And why is he telling me this? Why is he asking me this? And I think that's, that wasn't just a coincidence. God and stepped in and said, okay, it's time. <laughs> Had you talked to him at all before he pointed at you? No. No. Okay. And then, so let's go back a little farther. Did you growing up, uh, did, what was your, like growing up, did, did you go to church at all? Did you have anything like I that? Was or? Born and raised Roman Catholic. Okay. And, uh, my parents, they would take me to church a few times, but after that, they just weren't inter interested and they never took, took us back. And so, you know, I never, never dwelt into that you know i believe that there was a god uh truth be told on that you know i, I believe that there was a god but i just never spent time with him and how, old, and how old were you when you went to that that reunion in idaho i was 34 i think 
34. That's crazy. That's and cool. That's up. awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's, you're wearing a shirt right now that says old guys rule. So just to put a little <laughs> perspective on that. So, okay. So then, uh, okay. So you went there and then, uh, so then you're, you know, around 34, 35 years old. And then when did you get baptized? Like, what, how old were you then? I think I was, I got baptized maybe six months after that, after the, the reunion. The, okay. Maybe if, if, if that, I, I, I don't remember the actual date. But I was I was just hooked, and I, I couldn't wait any longer. You know, I wanted to spend more time at church because the pe- the people were just amazing. You know, they were just amazing. Awesome. Okay, so then let's fast forward a little bit there. Uh, so then you, now you're in the church, you're baptized, and uh, w- when were you called? How was that calling? How long ago was that? Or how, how did it, that work out? Calling. Uh, this is. Uh, the day that I was going to get baptized, nothing went right. Nothing went right. And I knew that there was an opposition working against me. And I knew very well what that opposition was. But after I got baptized, I started having dreams. And I had started having visions of me doing a sermon. And I wasn't, and this was when I was just freshly baptized of me doing a sermon and I knew exactly what sermon, what the topic was gonna to be about. And I just, I never told anybody about that. And uh, then I started uh, getting more dreams of, and of being like in Africa in a field. And it was at, uh, Nina's house at, in Africa. And at the time, I didn't know who Nina was. I didn't even know anything about Africa. And uh, it just came like I knew I was going to be called into the ministry uh, through those visions, dreams. And when it happened, we had another. Uh, Idaho reunion, and I went up to your dad, Apostle Brian McIndoe, and Apostle Joel Yates, and I said, I've got a strong, I, I told him about my dreams and my visions, and, and I told him, I said, I got a feeling I'm going to be called, and they didn't go any further than that, you know, because they, they weren't going to say, yeah, we, we've had, had visions like that with you and all that until uh we had a service the sacrament service and i felt god's spirit very strongly but then it disappeared because uh we were distracted the the service got had uh, some distractions going on and i just felt god's spirit just lift up from me and at that time i knew i was going to be called so the week after that, there was the Colorado reunion and Karen and I, we weren't going to go, but I said, you know, I got a feeling we have to go there. And we went there and that's when I was called. I was called at the Colorado reunion and I felt that same spirit. I felt with my first church reunion at the sacrament service, when I was called, I felt that same spirit just overcome me. I started shaking. 
the hair on my arms was, was standing up straight. I was crying. And I didn't know this at the time, but like four seats down from us on the pew was Andrew Brown. And we both had the calling it at the same time. We both had our callings at the same time. And I'll never forget that. It was just an incredible moment. And I always tell everybody, you know, when you feel God's spirit run through you, I wish I can just bottle it up. And then whenever I feel down or and out or whatever, I can just open up that bottle like, boom, here it is. You know, but now I know it's it's just as simple as a prayer. <laughs> you know, he's, he's there for you. You yeah. just got to open up to him. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So that, okay. So now you were called, you were called to an elder. An elder? Okay. You called to an elder. Okay. Elder. And then uh, at that time, uh, I believe, how was the, how was the local there? How was like, how did that work out at that time? How was the local looking? At, at I, in, you know, in Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our local, we were in a, a, a double wide uh, mobile home was our our church and at the time uh it was uh i think we had probably a total of 12 members at the at the local and i knew nothing about you know how the church ran uh and after i got called you know roy he he put me he's like okay here it is this is what you got to do you know, and he guided me through what the ministry does. And Roy know, was and, the uh, was the pastor at the time. Roy, Roy was the pastor. Okay. And uh, I was uh, after I'd been called. You know, I was. He goes, "Yeah, you're automatically assistant pastor." You know, <laughs> <Just> by default. <laughs> by default, and which is fine. You know, but I think watching him, I learned a lot. You know, of how to conduct uh, church services, uh, how to. Uh, do the sacrament services and stuff like that. I learned so much from him doing that. And there's even times now where, uh, since I'm the only minister at our local, even when I do sacrament service, uh, sacrament services, sometimes I still feel him, like I'm serving sacrament to him also. And I, it, it chokes me up sometimes. It really does, you know, cause I miss him. <laughs> I miss oh him. yeah. If anybody, <laughs> I mean, it's if if anybody's listening to this that did not uh know Roy and Mary Coon, like yeah, that they were they were just a fun time all around. They were yeah, we did, you know, we had some fun times, went to the reunions there and yeah, they were I, I get a little choked up even thinking about that too, because that's you know, I remember going to that double wide. I went to I randomly my dad just said, You want to go to Idaho with me? And I said, Yeah, sure. So we went, I went, we went to that church service, and I remember it was one thing that I remember from that was my dad said this was years and years ago uh and my dad said you don't even have to bring a tie here because they don't even wear ties and then yep. we, we showed up and all of you were wearing ties and he didn't have a tie on and i, I guess that's like taboo <laughs> for him so he felt out of place. yeah and then so he was all saying we don't have to wear ties or anything when we come here and then you guys are all wearing ties so that's a i remembered that that was pretty funny yeah. And the, the fun part about that uh, with not wearing ties is is Roy had a big neck and he just absolutely did not like wearing ties. It, it choked him, actually. <laughs> so, OK, nobody wears ties. I'm like, OK, I can deal with that. Yeah, that's, you know? that's something we can all get behind. Most of us can get behind. But yeah, there's some 
there's something to do with ties in this church that everybody thinks you know the tie yeah. is the is the key but but i feel bring reverence to the service you know jesus was wearing a robe yeah you know <laughs> so yeah and I, I mean it's just it's the changing times too because uh not to get my soapbox or anything but uh my grandfather don mackendoo he would he would put a tie on to go to el pollo loco for dinner with my grandma so that's you know that's just what back in the day that's you wear a tie (laughs) yeah always have to wear your tie like now now you can go in corporate america the ceos aren't sitting there wearing ties and suits they're wearing polos and jeans you know so that's just kind of the, the changing times but that's, I just remember that because he was so excited because he didn't have to wear a tie. And then you guys, were, I, I think he even brought a tie or two just in case you were wearing ties. But um, that was just so funny. But yeah, that's, I, you know, just listening to you talk about Roy and Mary, like, I just, I can't help but, you know, just remember just the funny things and all the the fun we had. And we, that's when I got to go to their house. And I think we stayed at their house, at that house with the, I think there was like it was a big three fireplace. Story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I think they wouldn't they have a, a dumb waiter. Yes. Yeah, they had a held down that dumb waiter. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> somehow <laughs> something somebody hurt got she hurt her leg or something. And they put her in the dumb waiter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was doing laundry and uh, Roy didn't tell her that the door was open and she went right down the shaft. <laughs> I think broke her elbow or something like that. Oh man, so. that's so yeah. I there's so many good memories there. That's. A better set of grandparents or grandparents i mean in-laws in-laws oh yeah that's that was so much fun and then we i mean this was we as families our families were vacation like charlie and i didn't even talked about that like i remember going on vacation with you guys roy and mary and you and karen and my parent and we went to hawaii and like that was you know there's so much fun and then yeah they were they were a blast so and mary mary i mean to me she was an angel walking on earth, you know, and she's just an incredible lady, incredible lady. And you, she would say, you know, I can never count my blessings on a daily basis because God gives me so much blessings every day. And that, that just homes in on me. You know, I'll never forget her saying that ever, you know, that she, there's no way that she can ever count her blessings. And I can still hear her little voice, you know, saying that. And, but, that's she was Roy and Mary. They were real key factors of Karen and I staying with the church, joining the church. You know, for for us joining the church, because Karen she she was not having wanting to be baptized. You know, because she dealt with uh, her mom and dad. You know, pushing pushing the gospel down her, and at that time she didn't want it. But then I'm like, you know, you got to look more into this. It's it's incredible. It's incredible what God can do for you, you know, and how you can serve him. And when I told Roy that I was going to be baptized, the first thing that came out of Karen was like, I don't want to be baptized. I'm like, that's fine. I'm going to be, you know, I, I want to change my life. And then I think it was like a week later, uh, Roy did a sermon and it was, it was totally meant for her to hear. And Right when after that sermon that he gave, she's like, I need to be baptized. I'm like, let's do this, you know, and it never turned back, never turned back. And now we always we always ponder like, you know, why did we wait so long to do this? You know, and 
it's just a great feeling, a great, wonderful feeling. I don't, I don't ever want to look, think about my past of the stuff I've done compared to what, what God has done for me now, you know? And that's, that's a good testimony too, because like you were saying, you were what, 34 years old. Like that's, you know, yeah. that's not old. Yeah. That's not old at the time. I mean, that's super old, but that's not young. So uh, somebody like myself who uh, was born in the church, like, you know, I grow up my entire life thinking like, okay, when I turn eight or nine years old, like then that's when you can get back. Like, that's just kind of what you do. And you almost, uh, I'm not going to talk down upon that because you know, that I, I appreciate the ability to do that. And I kind of uh, feel like that's what I did, but just the fact that you can, you know, you can be an adult for a long time and then have the understanding that you need to be baptized. Uh, that's, I, I feel like some people might need to hear that or might, you know, somebody that, you know, is listening to this right now might need to hear that where, you know, hear your story because uh, all these, all these podcasts that we're doing, like er, all these, everybody has different stories. It's it can be ministry. It can be, anybody else have different stories. Uh, and some of somebody's story like yourself might touch somebody that, you know, was maybe contemplating getting baptized or, you know, maybe somebody 10 years from the road right now, who's, you know, two years old right now might be contemplating getting baptized. And here's this, if, if this, you know, still is around and people listen to podcasts in 10 years, but who knows? It's from elder rich Bogue. Do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. You know, <laughs> uh, when I had my calling, I had lots of witnesses. Uh, when I got back to the hotel that day, I was questioning myself, you know, I'm like, God, are you sure about this? You gave me the calling and you know, my past, you know, is this the right thing to do? And then, you know, that's when I started talking to Joel, I started talking to your dad, dad, I'm like, you know, asking them questions. And your dad said to me, he's like, God chooses some of the weakest vessels to do his greatest work, you know, to bring people to the church and to preach the gospel. And that's when it hit me. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm weak. <laughs> I'm that weak vessel. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. You know, yeah. and he got it right. He got it right. And, you know, yeah, there's, there's been some challenging times, you know, as anybody in the, in the ministry, understands you know there's there's some challenging times uh like doing funerals and stuff like that and so if anybody's out there that wants to get married in idaho <laughs> you know because I'd, I'd love to do a wedding instead of a funeral yeah uh, that's probably a little bit more fun <laughs> i feel like <laughs> so but that's out there too but uh but just being in the ministry it's taught me a lot uh to step outside my comfort zone and I believe that, that that was one of your dad's sermons years ago, years ago, was stepping outside your comfort zone and, you know, being able to stand in front of people, talk, to talk to people and to preach the gospel. And that's why every time before I, I even get behind the pulpit, I, I, I pray. I'm like, God, OK, these are your words. They're not mine. So help me through this so I don't mess it up. And so, so stepping outside your comfort zone is like something like doing a podcast, right? Because I, oh yes, absolutely. yeah, you, you, you look like you've calmed down a little bit, but at the beginning you were, yeah. you seemed pretty nervous about it. So that's where uh, I appreciate you taking the time to do this because like I said, it was something that was requested a couple of years ago. Uh, I think in 2020, when we first started doing these podcasts and 
you were not, but you were, I, I understand not under, you know, not knowing what's going on with the podcast. It sounds a little more than it was. And you might've thought it was going to be like me grilling you or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I hope that uh, this maybe turns into, turns into your comfort zone and uh, you could probably do something more like this. Yeah. I, I enjoy doing it. You know, now that I know how to get onto it, it's. Oh yeah. It only took us what? 45 minutes to get 40- going today. Uh, Rich connected to, to the. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, is that, a record? <laughs> that that is absolutely a record. Lindsay, uh, my wife, asked me because we we're doing this pretty late at night after I put the kids to bed, and I I said, well, I'm gonna go downstairs and do this podcast. And she said, how long do you think it'll take? And I said, well, it all depends on how long it takes Rich to uh, get connected to Zoom because, you know, that's it's a little tricky. But so, morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, we'll see, see you in the morning, but. Uh, so funny story about rich and technology. I, I love this story. So that Hawaii trip, um, oh. tell me you, your job, you had a job for a while. I think when I first met you, you were working in like some type of plant where you were building cell phones or is that, am I making this up or is that? No, I was, I was uh, working at micron technology. We're, we're uh, making, uh, computer chips for cell phones and stuff computer like that. Computer chips for cell phones. Okay. So I, I we're, we're in Hawaii. And Rich has this phone where I don't remember what year, it was probably like 2012 or something like that. So oh. <laughs> I had an iPhone. I know I remember I had an iPhone at the time and Rich is talking about his phone and you look at this phone. It was unlike any phone I've ever seen at the time. And I look at it and this thing looked like it was like military grade. And he was bragging about his phone because he <laughs> said, this phone is indestructible. You can do whatever you want to it. And we're we're in the condo, and then you said you can even <laughs> you can even put this phone in a, in water and put it in the freezer and a block of ice, and it'll still work. Do you remember this? Yes. Yeah. So yes, I, I said I said, oh, you can, and you said absolutely you can. And I'm thinking, okay, this guy he he worked, he, he builds micro you know chips for phones, and he knows what he's talking about. And I said, well, let's do it. And you with just as much enthusiasm as me, you said yeah let's do it and then so we took your cell phone and we put it in a tub of water and we froze it and then i was uh sleeping on the couch and uh which was awesome because at that condo it had it was at the corner it was yeah. the corner one ocean and i just, what was that ocean front yeah ocean front and everybody <laughs> else had like small window to look at it i had this huge bay windows and i was just sleeping on the couch and it was awesome but I remember I was usually the first one awake and uh, I don't know what I did, but I woke up or I came into the room or something and you had your phone completely taken apart. And I walked up and I said, what happened? You said, uh, I don't think my phone is waterproof. <laughs> and I, I forget, did you get that phone to work again or did you have to get a new phone? No, I have to buy a new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That phone didn't work after that. That phone did not work, but but you probably had that phone for a long time. And uh, just yeah. recently, I think you upgraded to an iPhone 13. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now you yeah, know we, how to text and everything. So. Oh, yeah. I text your mom all the time and she texts me. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I even I FaceTimed your mom on uh, when I was on a train going over to my dad's. Oh, yeah. Your mom on the train. And she. There you go because i actually was facetiming it 
it's it's a pretty sad state when my mom is the one who's a little bit more tech savvy but we'll we'll not talk about that but that's just i mean it's awesome because i was you know after 45 minutes i was getting ready to call this uh podcast and both you know have my mom come over and show you how to do a zoom call so but uh yeah this i mean i want to thank you so much for coming on there coming on here and uh is there anything else you have anything you want to say or anything just want to uh, I want to do the plug again for the Idaho reunion. It's August 19th, 20th, and 21st, and it's up at the camping, uh, the Cisco uh, campground, and we have a wonderful time. We have uh, bonfires afterwards and uh, s'mores, and uh, I don't know if I should mention this, some peanut wars. <laughs> so <laughs> I will. I will say this. I've been to you know, many, many reunions in my life. I've been to one Idaho reunion and I probably have as many memories from that one Idaho reunion as all the other reunions combined. It was absolutely a great time. It was, I mean, it was the best of everything. We was the, the church services were great. They were, it was just an awesome setup. And I, you know, after, I think we talked about it in Andrew's podcast, we talked about it in, I think we talked about it in Charlie's podcast, I believe. If not, we talked about it for like an hour afterwards, but uh, it's, it is just a great time. Absolutely great time. Uh, as for me, I'm, I unfortunately won't be able to make it this year that the timing of that is falls right. Okay. Into first. No, what was that? <laughs> this podcast is over now. Oh, <laughs> bye. No, it's, <laughs> no. it's the first week of the girl as school and Lindsay's a teacher now. So it's, it won't work okay. for us, but um absolutely if you know next year like if it's you know that's going to be something that i look for i've looked forward to it ever since i went to the one and who knows and how this was yeah, and this was actual feedback that we received through uh well through your mom and you know some podcasts and some church services you know through other uh, throughout other locals when they had the reunions they would talk about the idaho reunion up at the uh, Cisco campground and we haven't done that for four years because uh, we we had we actually built our local we built uh, a church that we can uh, you know uh, a, a stick building that we can go to now and that's our church and so we didn't go up to the uh, campground for four years and then we got that feedback from a lot of church members you know saying you know we miss we miss having that reunion up there and so our local got together and we're like, you know, let's do, let's do this. You know, let's do this because yeah. we miss, we miss it too. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, there it was just something about it. It was just something that like, you're I, you're in God's country up there. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful <laughs> up there. And I remember, I mean, we're, we were water skiing. I mean, it was just so, it was fun. It was spiritually, it was awesome sitting around the campfires. That's where, uh, I, I think you were there, but that's where my dad's shoes caught on fire. And then he, somebody said, your shoes are on fire and he took them off and threw them in the fire. And yep. everybody was yep. very concerned about the, about the yep. situation, but turns out he was, getting... he knows this. <laughs> I don't know if your mom knows this or, or your dad knows this. I still have that burnt shoe. Oh. <laughs> you, you have that shoe. Why I can't, I, <laughs> Yeah. So the the story was, I think they were broken. Like, I think they were falling apart. And so he was just like, Oh, I'll just take them off on my way. But then I think yeah, it was like Trevor fan or something was like, Hey, your shoes on fire. And then he said, what? And then he just took them off and threw them in the fire and everybody just froze. 
and didn't know what to do. And then he just walked away. It was, it was funny, but we thought like he was going crazy. He probably was, but yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Oh man. But that's one, just one moment up there, you know, just oh, one yeah. moment up there. And that's what I'm saying. I've only been to one. I've only been to one and I have so many memories of that one. And it was just amazing. So I look forward to it. I hope someday that it works out where I can take my kids up there and, you know, go to that reunion and do that because it was just fantastic. Like I cannot stress if you have the ability to go to the Idaho reunion, absolutely go to it. You will not be disappointed. It's a great time. It's spiritual. Everything is going to be great on there. And, you know, I, I cannot stress enough how awesome it was. Yeah. And it's, uh, we've got some members, they've already said that they're, they're, they're going to be at this reunion and some have offered, you know, you know, you go on us to bring some food and stuff like that. Our local, we, we got it covered. We have it covered. Just bring your, your, your appetite and uh, just be ready to be richly fed. And I mean, I mean, spiritually, I mean, spiritually fed. So, and that will happen. <laughs> and in, <laughs> in, in true Mary fashion, I feel like you're going to be fed with actual food as well too i'm guessing well yeah we <laughs> we still got her 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 siblings yeah <laughs> i'm sure they're yeah, they we're gonna be good to go there <laughs> they passed it on awesome so yeah that's that's so great i i can't wait to hear about it and uh you know i i hope that that's something that you know catches back on everything because i i think it was awesome so um I look forward to everybody that's that's anticipating coming you know, I want to thank them ahead in advance for that, you know, because I know uh, times are tough with gas prices being the way they are and traveling expenses being the way they are. Uh, but I I pray that they'll have, just have a wonderful time, a wonderful time. And how, how far outside of uh, Boise is it? It is, I want to say 90 minutes. Oh, okay. About 90 minutes out of Boise. Uh the roads are are pretty windy, uh, but you're you're by a river the whole time, and it's just an amazing, beautiful, beautiful drive, beautiful drive. And once you get to the camp spot, you know, you'll you'll see you'll see us. There's no mistaking who who will be <laughs> cowbell. I'm gonna bring the cowbell to dinner. <laughs> people that have been there before they know about the cowbell they know i i remember the cowbell i didn't <laughs> i didn't remember it until you just said it then i i <laughs> recalled that cowbell so that's awesome well i want like i said i want to thank you again so much for coming on the podcast and uh if you you know if you remember getting called out by andrew and i think charlie did it too so do you have anybody that you would like to hear a podcast or anybody you want to throw under the bus i mean volunteer to do the <laughs> podcast um Actually, I Can't I don't. Okay, I don't. Um, Just fun. Will you listen to your own podcast? I, no, no, no. I, I that's just mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> will, will you listen to your own podcast? Will I listen to it? Yeah, I probably probably will, and then probably will heavily. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. I'll critique because I've been I've been told I sound like uh, Kermit the Frog. From time to time. Oh, can you do a Kermit the Frog impersonation? I know no, you can I do. Talk, I know I you can do an ET impersonation if you want to. Ouch. 
so that that I know that he can do that because uh, while we were in Hawaii, he he found himself in a little bit of hot water, and uh, Lindsay and I invited him to go. I think we were going to like a thrift store or something. Had to get out out of the the area. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get yeah. We were in some hot water, and then Rich was on his best behavior and quiet for an entire day. And then Lindsay and I were gonna we were gonna go to like a thrift store or something in Hawaii. And I said, "Do you want to go, Rich?" And he was like, "Yes." And he like jumped in the back of the Jeep. And then we I just remember talking. And then all of a sudden he starts talking like ET in the back seat for I don't know how it came up, but I will always remember the ET. She couldn't even breathe anymore after I did that. She was <laughs> in the Jeep just she couldn't breathe. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah, and you, and then it would be quiet, and then you would do it again. It, yeah, it was it was a good time. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then if if, yeah. if you don't know what et is it was a movie from the 80s so if anybody's young here phone home <laughs> yeah there it is so okay well thank you so much and i appreciate everybody uh tuning into this and uh thanks for listening to the 1830 podcast network and have a great day Peace.